0: Welcome to another episode of the Inquisitive Analyst. I'm your host, Marcus Udike. It's the show where we chat about business analysis and project management to professionals and talk about their challenges and triumphs within those fields. It's inspiring and of course it's uh, it's inquisitive. It's also inclusive too. So my guest today is a career coach, agile trainer, and certified senior portfolio and project management professional He's worked on many high-profile projects across Asia and the Gulf region, as well as the Middle East, China, and Canada. He's managed budgets of up to $250 million, which are quite large. So please help me welcome to today's show, Rami Cadney. Uh, welcome, Remy.
1: Uh, thank you, Marcus. It's my pleasure being here.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. So I've got a few questions that we can go through today. And let's let's start with the obvious. How how did you get started in initially get started in project management?
1: Well, uh, I call myself an accidental project manager because uh, you know I come from an engineering background. I started working in structures, design, mm-hmm. and slowly started venturing into the construction industry. Mm-hmm. So a few years after I graduated, I found myself uh, uh, venturing from the design to managing small projects. Then I found it very interesting. So I dived uh, into it more. I did uh, another degree, and and I've been working in the construction industry now for seventeen years almost, wow. and I've been managing projects for around let's say more than fifteen years. Wow! That's yeah, that's that's fantastic.
0: So it's good to have that that level of depthness, and with your level of depthness, you seem to sort of have a foot in many different areas, but one of them is is agile. So maybe you can explain to us what are some of the big differences are between say traditional project management and agile project
1: management a traditional project management is what we what's known as waterfall it's pretty much a linear process where every phase starts when it ends the other phase starts so uh, basically in, in, in traditional project management the whole the whole planning is done upfront there is less flexibility Uh, there is less uh, mindset for a change, unlike uh, Agile. Agile is uh, an inspect and adapt uh, process. So we do things in in iterations. Um, We do small iterations, we inspect and adapt, then we move on. And so planning is done on the way. So in Agile, uh, cost and time are of essence, but, scope might change based on the iterations, inspection, and adaption. In traditional project management, time, cost, and scope are all as important. And the change in scope is much less than what you see in agile project management. Okay. Uh, that's, so just out of curiosity,
0: is, is, I've always been curious about this. Agile project management, is it actually used in the construction industry? And If if so, how do they use it?
1: Yeah, of course it's used in the the construction industry. However, due to the nature of the industry, you can't use Agile as a pure Agile. So we use hybrid, uh, it's an approach, uh, waterfall Agile approach. So basically during the planning phase, we use an Agile approach. So we include the client, all the consultants, architect the cm which is the construction manager all of us on one table we do the plans and iterations we do small iterations send them over we get feedback we improve so we end up with a design that is consistent with all the requirements by the client and which is within our budget of course and uh, timeline then when you move into the construction phase it's so tough to do agile like you cannot uh, do one floor yeah. and then say, how can I change the upper floor? It's, yeah. it's, it's more, less flexible. So we go with waterfall. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a hybrid. And, it, you know, the design build is more of a traditional uh, approach, but the integrated project management is more of an agile hybrid, uh, agile waterfall hybrid approach, yeah. okay. which is what we use here in the projects i manage
0: yeah i've always been curious about that i thought like you said you know you build you build the frame of the building whatever it is whether it's a house or it's a maybe a corporate office building and you can't there's not much you can't go back and change it right it's that's the that's the static part of it more or less once it's done it's done not like in, in agile where you're iterating constantly like you said you can't once you build the steps you can't go back and and redo it so i can understand being uh, having an environment where it's it's a combination of both waterfall and agile that makes that makes more sense to me. So how does how does the project manager's role differ, say, in agile project management? Is it is it simply because I know they use the term scrum master to refer to a project manager? Is it one and the same project manager scrum master, or is there much of a difference in an agile project manager for the PM for the PM's role? Uh,
1: there is a difference, and uh, for me, I mean, th- there is lots of debate how this is different. But, you know, for me, it is different in the, man- in the leadership style. When, you, when mostly you do uh, traditional project management, uh, you are in a controlling directive mm-hmm. management style. When you are in a hybrid uh, uh, or agile uh, environment, you, uh, you do more of a supportive, facilitative role. Mm-hmm. You are part of a team, there is more emphasis on team, there is more emphasis on collaboration. So you're not just sitting from the top giving directions. You are part of the team who together collaboratively decides on what happens. Mm. So that's for me the main difference is the leadership style. So in a way, you are also more of a servant leader when you are working in a hybrid environment. Right, right. No, that that makes a lot of sense.
0: So you're running a company called RMK, RMK Coaching and you provide mentoring, professional uh, development coaching to uh, your clients. Can you give us some idea of the, of the services that you run, like uh, some degree of how this benefits project
1: managers? Yeah, sure. So um, I I do different services. One of the services that I do is career coaching for people who are looking to venture into their career from the university or for people who are looking to change their career or not happy in their career, or for example, for new new candidates who are just entering the project management field. And it's not strictly for project management. On the other hand, for professional development, I help uh, guide candidates and clients to put a professional development plan for their uh, Team or for or for them as individuals, because I've I have so many different certificates, and I've I ventured into so many different fields over the years. So I can, out of my experience, I probably would be able to advise others of what's best suits them. So many people, unfortunately, and um, do go with the trend. So they see everybody doing a PMP, they go do a PMP, and then they discover afterwards that they did not benefit anything. It's good to do professional development, but you should do the right professional development. Um, The last thing that I do uh, is uh, management consulting. So I consult with many organizations for uh, PMOs or for uh, project management uh, uh, activities from budgeting, estimating, planning, development, various activities, depending on the client needs.
0: So just out of curiosity, if someone were to come to you, uh, would you do a needs assessment for them once they, say, for example, some brand, someone brand new to project management, they want to be able to get into the field, they've, maybe they've got certifications, maybe they don't, what's some of the first steps that they would take with your, uh,
1: your mentoring program or professional development coaching program? First step, we I have to know what are their goals what's their background what are their goals what are they willing to achieve 10 years from now and based on that the first step is defining a career path or career plan for them and this career plan includes practical professional work experience and professional development in terms of courses or certifications because both combined together for me is a recipe for success Mm. one can't live without another I want to give you a Construction-related example. It's like reinforced concrete. It's a marriage relationship between cement and reinforcement.
0: <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. So that so that's that's good for people who are coming in from the beginning, uh, fresh. How about people doing, say, a career change? Is there is it diff- more difficult for them to to transition from one career to the next?
1: It's, it's not, actually. I have published uh, two articles about this, by the way, and because so many people get overwhelmed when they want to change a career. Yeah. Uh, it's not that difficult. And the reason I say that is because so many of the skills are transferable, yeah. especially in the soft skills. I mean, the technical skills, if you think about it, whether when you, normally when you change companies, sometimes you have to learn those skills again, yeah. which doesn't take time. But the basic skills, the most important ones, I think are mostly transferable. So it's not as overwhelming as it looks, but you still need to do a new career plan. You need to reflect, inspect, and adapt based on your old career to see what you don't want to do in your new path.
0: Right. So it sounds like uh, something agile. It sounds like there's an iterative. True. Yeah. <laughs> sounds- exactly, exactly. That's good, oh, excellent. So as a, as a construction project manager, right, you know, there's a number of things you have to do. You know, you're doing project billing and, and sign-off. You're, you're dealing with contractors and subcontractors, bid packages and so on. There's tons of stuff, building and zoning permits. So with, with all these responsibilities, how are some of the ways that we as project managers can, can expedite project tasks within
1: a, within a construction project management environment? I can answer you in one word, hmm. which, mean, which have a, lot, a big meaning, delegation. Uh, One-man show doesn't work, uh, especially because there are so many tasks, like you said, and a lot of the tasks are urgent. Uh, we, have, uh, we live in a, in a fast-growing world, and uh, so we need to uh, inspect and adapt accordingly. Uh, and I found delegation, delegation is one of the most important skills that a project manager needs to have. Yeah. This will expedite... This will expedite tasks. This will ensure successful uh, completion of projects and will give your staff a boost for their motivation. So, whenever I start a project, I usually do a responsibility assignment matrix. And where I assign, or we together assign, responsibilities, who's responsible for what. And we reflect on this. And we also inspect this monthly to make sure it's working.
0: Yeah, that makes sense, yeah. That, uh, always going back, like you said, iterating, making sure that you're up to date, that your, your goals are you know, in, in place, that make, that makes a lot of sense. So one, one thing that actually astounds me about you is the number of certifications that you have. And last time we talked, I think you said you had 50 professional certifications. Not, not one five, but five zero, 50. How did you do it? How Like, what's the secret sauce? Where, where can we get it? Where can we get the sauce? What, what's well,
1: the, the, there is no secret sauce. But as I told you earlier, Marcus, uh, uh, for me, experience is one thing; professional development is another thing. And both together, combined, is a recipe for success. I I put for myself ten years ago a professional development plan, and I I told myself every year I have to commit to doing certain number of professional development whether it's courses certifications or whatever it is uh, until i feel i am at a good uh, stay, uh, good in a good place where i will wind down but unfortunately i am winding up not down because you know as i said the world is evolving fast so many things are changing we have to stay on top of things and in order for us to be competitive in this market Uh, we have to stay ahead of the curve so this is part of me staying ahead of the curve staying on top of things i think i think
0: honestly i think you're more than ahead i think you're ahead of like 10 curves i think you're (laughs) with 50 certifications you're way beyond (laughs) the, the the average person that's for sure so um on the topic of of success and and wanting to know what area to go into you talked about uh, having a goal, uh, sitting down with your clients who are just beginning the, in the field, and saying, you know, you ha- you should have a goal. So, for let's look at new graduates. You know, the new graduates come out; they're struggling to enter the PM field, or or maybe those like you said, you know, transitioning in the PM field to another career. So, what's what's your strong piece of advice on on avenues of success?
1: Well, first of all, uh, never be shy to ask. You know, when you first graduate, nobody expects you to know a lot. They expect you to ask a lot. They expect you to learn a lot. So i noticed so many of my clients, they're always afraid to ask because they don't want others to feel they don't know. There is nothing wrong with you not knowing when you first graduate, it's actually expected. Mm -hmm. So always be confident. Ask when you don't know, because when you ask, will know if you don't ask you will never know and even if you make a mistake you will never sometimes you don't know you made a mistake yeah and sometimes this mistake can cost you nothing other times it can cost you a lot and this is where you are in trouble yeah
0: that's true but uh, the other thing too i've noticed and uh, some people said it depends on the culture some cultures it's sort of embarrassing they feel to ask questions because they say the teacher knows everything so you just you just do what you're told but I know in North America, it's, it's different, right? You, you have to you have to be inquisitive, right? You have to constantly ask questions and that's, that's one way to grow, right? It's the best, one of the best ways to grow, I think.
1: It depends on the personality, Marcus. Uh, it's not, um, not culture-based. I don't think it's a culture-based because I've worked in so many places. Uh, some people, uh, some cultures ask less than others, mm-hmm. but I find this is more dependent on the person's personality. Mm-hmm.
0: That's good to know. Yeah. Some
1: people are introverts, some people are extroverts. So, you know, it it, it makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. And I think that that can grow with age, of course. So if if someone
0: wants to get in touch with you, especially to your your coaching company, what's the best way to do so?
1: Uh, They can either uh, contact me via LinkedIn or uh, just visit my website, www.rmkcoaching.com. They can go to the contact page, send me an email or whatever they need, and we can take it from there. Fantastic. Uh,
0: Any last words about RMK Coaching that you want to let the audience know about?
1: I just want to give uh, everyone uh, just a simple advice. Uh, Never be shy to uh, consult with a mentor or a coach, you know. Uh, But when you consult with someone, make sure they are talking from their own experience, from Mm -hmm. their lessons learned. Don't uh, don't go with someone who consult, who would give you a piece of advice based on theory. Mm. You need somebody to share his lessons learned or her lessons learned with you. This is where you benefit most because they've been there, they've done that, they are talking from their own experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's true. Yeah, definitely the application side is very different from the theory, no doubt. Well, thanks, uh, thanks very much, Rami, for for joining us. It's been very. Uh,
1: it's a, a very
0: informative, and I think I think Giannis has definitely learned quite a lot. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Marcus. It's my All pleasure. Oh, right. right, you're welcome, and have a great day. Thank you. Okay. Bye.